But could you pay me in advance? <laughs> you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? presidential than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All right, so it took us forever to get back here. It really did. It really did. Boy, life is... uh... Life is just crazy. Yeah, it was was a lot of... Uh, It was a lot of, oh, I can do this, oh... No, I can't. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because <sighs> life gets in the way. Hey, I uh, had my second Moderna shot. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, my God, did it kick my ass? Did it? What happened? Oh, so I go and get it. And it was just it's funny because Peter and his wife went on the Friday. They went, they got it. And um, no, yeah, it was a Friday. They went and they got it. And they, were, they came. They were like, cool. All Saturday. They were great. So um, they felt great. And so um, I went on Sunday. Mine was like a little further. It was like an hour away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, setting up the appointments, like it was, it was kind of a scramble, but whatever. Um, Theirs weren't an hour away, but mine was. Peter's wife was nice enough to kind of find it for me and stuff. So, Uh. so that I was able to get the first shot before I went on my road trip back east so um so anyway so i go and they they were totally fine so i go and i get the shot on sunday they had some like weirdness after the first one okay um but not much i think it was more debbie than peter but um so i go sunday and i'm like all right feeling all right and then monday hit and um i it was really weird because like Sometimes like dietary stuff will trigger some of my arthritis stuff. Okay. So I had like on Sunday, I had, um, I had an ice cream Sunday like that on afternoon day? on Sunday. I had a Sunday Sunday. Okay, good. Cause so, that, you're not allowed any other day. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now the kind of the sugar in the dairy, mostly the sugar will exacerbate my arthritis. So I'll feel like kind of achy the next day. And okay. it's one of those, like, I know also the next day was raining like a motherfucker here in San Diego. Which oh, is, well, that's good. You guys got it out of the way this early, in which the is year. weird. Yeah. Well, now we're good. Yeah. Uh, it's 82 right now. So, oh. 
Um, <laughs> so then, so it was a comedy. So I'm just, all right. So it's rainy weather, which is, you know, can have an effect on me, but this was far worse than that. I had chills. They were multiplying. Oh, no. I was losing control. It was terrible. So, um, but yeah, like even to the point where I was drinking like hot tea and it was, it was not making me warm. You know how like you get that that yep. chills, that cold. It's like from the inside, like they turn the heat on in the house here. It's just like, yeah. all right, Frank Hagar is just like, it's not helping because it's like the cold is coming from inside the house. It was just, <laughs> it was fucking awful. And at like about 5.30 in the afternoon, I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to actually lay down. Cause otherwise I was just sitting like at my desk. I was thinking I can get some things done. <laughs> I'm just a fucking idiot. So none of the things. And I just sat there. I'm like, okay, I should, can, I should like watch lost. So, <laughs> so I'm watching lost, which is a weird show to watch when you're like, you've got chills, you've got a headache, you're, <laughs> you're like, you're dozing off and then kind of waking up again. And that's such a time jumpy show. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that I had seen the series before. Cause otherwise I'd be like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Why is he alive? I thought she was dead, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it was a it was a, it was a rough day, and at like five thirty, I'm like, I'm just gonna lay down and throw a bunch of covers on me, and I just, <clears throat> excuse me, I just, I was out, I was out. I woke up at about two in the morning, got up, turned off, you know, my light, and closed the door, and um, yeah, that was. That was rough. And then the next night, so like then Tuesday night, I go to bed like, I don't know, like 11 o'clock or so, could not sleep. Huh. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll play a little solitaire. Oh, it is 3.30 in the morning now. Wow. I should probably try to force my, like I could not. Well, for you, that's bad. For me, that's when I'm like, I, I should go to bed soon. Well, there were like lots of <laughs> <For> times- <real. laughs> Well, there was some times where I was just like, oh, man, maybe I should just like, I can't sleep. I should just get up and like try to, I had to edit another show for Ticket Stubs and Popcorn. Yeah. And I was just like, no, because I'll be asleep in a few minutes. And if I start doing this, then I'll just be up all night. And Wishful I was up all night anyway, thinking. right? So, and then yesterday, like, so yesterday I scrambled through editing that. So, um but yeah, so it was like, you know, earlier this week was just a fucking weird thing. But huh. yeah, that shot kicked my ass. But uh now I'm now I'm all vaccinated. So. Okay, that's and I, you know what it is? I think I jinxed myself because I posted a picture on Instagram, just you know, a stupid selfie. And it and it was just like, oh, I need a haircut, but he's got all of his shots, so that's cool. You know? <laughs> and then the universe went, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy. He's, uh, he's in a good mood. He's happy. <laughs> okay, everybody, you know the drill. <laughs> it's that Hauser guy. It, Take him down. It wasn't that nice. You know it wasn't that nice. It was <laughs> no, it, was, it, it was a glimmer of hope. Go fuck him up. <laughs> 
Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's that guy again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How dare he show his face? <laughs> exactly. So, so I went and got a haircut today. So I'll get hit by a bus later. So that's not good. Uh, well, no. actually, if you survive and, and you're okay, that's good. Cause I mean, yeah. then you don't have to ever work really. Right. So, so yeah. Anyway, so um, that's what's um, what's going on with me. Peter and I have been going through Rebels. Yeah, um, and it's it's really because again I've been through it at least twice. So um, we just finished the episode yesterday. Where spoiler, everybody, where that thing happens to Kanan. Oh, you're you're very far in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're almost done. Okay. So, um, so, <laughs> and in fact, today we had a 10 minute conversation, literally a 10 minute conversation, making a plan for like what we're going to watch next. <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, we should have watched solo before like Maul saw Obi-Wan because then it would be sort of, you know, at least closer to being, you know, <laughs> you know, so now we could just watch solo whenever, cause it doesn't matter anymore. But after this, we'll watch Rogue One and then go right into the original trilogy. So, so is just like, he's like, yeah, this is the biggest problem we have in our lives right now. Right. That's I'm sense. like, no, this is what I do to avoid the problems. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Oy. So, um, yeah, so, but Peter had no idea that was coming. So, like, when that uh, thing happened to Kane, and he's just like, so the episode ends, and it's like, like, usually those episodes end with, like, the big, like, orange logo, and it's just like, dah, 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 and it's just quiet. Yeah. And I think it's, like, in black and white. And he's just like, wait a minute, so that's like, I'm like, yeah, he's like, well, fuck, you could have warned me, man. <laughs> well, what like, fun is just... that? Right, exactly. <laughs> you have so, to suffer the same way we all do. So I said, look, if I was going to emotionally manipulate you, at the very beginning, I would have been, don't worry, everybody's okay at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a cruel bastard. <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, that's funny. So, yeah. So, but that show, that show's just so good. And I'm going through, I'm um, doing the audio book of one of the Thrawn books. Uh, so that's, that's really, really fun. Just. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, uh, I have not been watching, been watching Lost. There's nothing. Huh. Oh, can we talk about Falcon in the fucking winter, whatever? Okay. Can we talk about that? Did you watch all of you yeah, finished I'm, it I'm now? Good. I'm good. Okay. Um, over very underwhelmed with that show. It was kind of like, okay, fine. This happened. Um, I thought that Sam's new suit looked like I, I didn't like it. It was like, Hey, wait a minute. It didn't like zap wear that on that battle show. Remember that show from the eighties, <laughs> you know, it was just like, Oh, we're going to fire like big, huge nerf darts at a guy You're over talking there about American gladiators. Yes. He looked like an American gladiators uniform thing. Wow. Yeah. It I looked, I guess. did not like like the heavy kind of like, like leather. It did not. 
I did not like the suit. I didn't like the way the show, and I did not. Overall, I would probably give that show a, maybe a, a six, maybe a very soft seven. Um, yeah. Huh. Like that's not a, like several, like, like several days went by before I watched the finale. I was oh, just okay. like, Oh yeah, we, yeah. I haven't watched that. Yeah. I, uh, I guess I'll, all right. Well, it's, why not? <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, it, saved it, it. it looks from everything I can remember. It looks pretty. Um, what's it called? Um, accurate to to his his look in the comics so i gotta give him that but honestly uh, it's fine <laughs> I mean, yeah exactly it was it's it was, a fine little filler yeah i don't i don't i don't have any issues i'm not upset i like the fact that they made a big deal um about you know, oh, they'll never make a black man Captain America because honestly, that is some shit you would hear people say today on the internet. Like, I bet I could find it right now. Oh yeah. Um, and and they did, and I thought Isaiah had a nice um, he had a nice uh, cap to his career, and um, there were some meaningful parts, and and it seems like this is just, it's those comic book issues that are the ones between the big events. They're not big enough for a movie. They're not big enough for a crossover. They're just, oh, we're going to do this thing. It's going to be a little bit of character. Here you go. Yeah, and that's like, that's fine. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't know, maybe my expectations for these like Marvel quote TV shows mm were set really, really high because uh, WandaVision was out of this fucking world. Yeah. I think that you know? that that is actually working against and this show. Yeah. yeah. And Loki, Loki looks amazing. It you does, know, it, it does. But honestly, the one I can't wait for is what if. I love the alternate timeline stuff, no matter like what it is. That's why I yeah, love like that's why I like director's cuts and deleted scenes and things like that or the uh, art of um, books because it, that's all what if stuff and and I find yeah. the ideas uh, you know everything that's been thrown around I always find that fascinating but to see and I really I really want to see Peggy Carter as Captain Britain that's gonna be awesome and it's animated so it's not going to cost as much but it, it's still the same characters and i think yeah. i think it it really is a smart idea to make it animated because then there's no argument that it's not part of you know a, an alternate right. dimension or or whatever because it's not live action so they can do marvel zombies and stuff like that what'd so. you think of um what's her face being the power broker and sort of being like a bad guy i thought that was cool i was just like oh that's it i'll watch that show <laughs> it's yeah it's interesting that's cool but it i don't i don't i'm not sure i buy her transition into it because like she works she worked with the avengers she was friends with, with i know me, captain america her yeah her, her aunt yeah <laughs> founded shield so it's like are you doing this 
for a positive, but then it doesn't look like she is because she calls her contacts and says she has more access to more stuff than ever before. And it's yeah, like, which is that's yeah. bad guy talk. So like, yeah, so I, it's I interesting unless she's like super, super deep cover or that she felt so slighted. She felt so fucked over from the events in but what happened um, to her civil war. Yeah. So if they did a show about her, do six episodes about her descent into being a bad guy. I'll yeah, watch that. Cause I that'll be remember. interesting. I show that stuff. I don't remember what happened to her that would have caused this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was there anything? Cause she, I don't know. I guess she got in trouble because she gave cap his shit back. Right. Yeah. Um, but that was like one of the like, like, but who knows? I mean, did she flee the country? And that's why she was in like, you know, Mattapoisett or whatever the fuck Madripoor. she was. Madripoor. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. The most, the most criminal ridden places like right around here. Uh. <laughs> that's only funny to people from the Boston area. <laughs> Uh, the fuck is Mattapoisett? I mean, like, like Ahsoka is 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 put on trial, and they the the, the Jedi Council fuck that all up, like nine oh, ways yeah. to Sunday. They realize they make a mistake, and she's like, "Fuck you guys! You're all assholes! I'm leaving." Yeah, and she's still a fucking good guy. Yeah. Oh my God! When we were watching Rebels, and there's that. That scene where she's she's fighting and oh man I can't remember who the fuck she's fighting and um, was it the one who know, revealed as the Sith was it Barris? No 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 it's in Rebels. Oh anyway so basically whoever she, I, it's it, it might be like a Thrawn. Anyway yeah. but. Basically, they're just like, you know what? You're not going to do anything. You're a Jedi. <laughs> She's like, I'm no Jedi. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, I think it was, I think it was one of the Inquisitors. Oh, okay. was just sort of taunting her. It's just like, you won't do anything bad because you're like a goody two shoes Jedi. Uh. And, and then she turns into, you know, Sandy in the last 10 minutes of Greece. She's <laughs> like, Fuck you. And what is this with me making two Grease references? I don't know. That movie doesn't deserve any references, in my opinion. Fuck you. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Wa- watch it. Watch it again, thinking me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's time has passed. Also, also, the only way to get a man is to change everything about yourself or woman. I Such totally agree. I, I agree with that. I agree. With, one of the biggest feminists in the world that I know loves the movie Pretty Woman. I'm like, seriously? And she and I have been arguing about this movie for 30 years. I'm like, how do you wait a minute? You of all people, like a feminist scholar. Okay. <laughs> you, <laughs> she teaches. <laughs> you love Pretty Woman. Yes. Fuck you. You do not. Well, what is her reasoning? I mean, I mean, you can like stuff that goes against. No, I, I think what happens with her, she gets sort of sucked into like the, just the rom-comness. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know, you know, you've got to, you know, you suspend, you know, disbelief or whatever. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, we 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 both have uh, very little uh, faith in whatever religion we were brought up in, and um, I still like The Exorcist and um, you know that that movie, The Last Exorcist, and I, I do really enjoy uh, religious driven horror movies because I think it's a it's a fertile ground to pull um, stories from. That doesn't mean I yeah. believe it though, right? So I can I can I can get behind that a little bit I think maybe maybe but Greece is terrible <laughs> but the songs are so catchy the songs are catchy but some of them are terrible too yeah I think it's I think it's outdated it's it's outdated itself. Yeah, I also, don't think it was high schoolers are like forty years old. I know, I know. <laughs> I don't. Th- I definitely don't think that Greece could be made today. No, um, not with. They'd have to change some of the songs. Like, Peter did she I, put up a fight? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, no, Peter the roofies I, did all the work. We, we just did a show on Clint Eastwood, and we were talking about Dirty Harry, oh. and you're like, "Nope, can't make those movies." No, nope. no. Nope. <laughs> Where he's just running through San Francisco with his hand cannon. Yeah. Boom, boom, just boom. Just anybody that gets in just his way. But you make, know what? They do make shows. Uh, as as we were waiting um, for the live uh, Colbert to start last night, there's a show called SWAT, which is exactly what you think it's about, and. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, 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 most of it is, this is how the show works. Group of, um, tactical gear wearing, um, dude bros running around with just armed to the fucking uvula, not even the teeth all the way back in there. (laughs) And, um, and, and it's, and it's, I don't want to say it's glorifying excessive police response, because I don't remember them actually firing a single shot, but it's it's it was just so formulaic of here's the dad and the son, and you know there's friction between them. So he, he says an encouraging thing, and the kid's like, "Go fuck yourself," and the the woman uh, breaks up a fight between a boy. This was really weird. This is the strangest shit. It was a kid and a girl with no hair um, arguing in a parking lot and pulling a bag back and forth and the other woman comes in and I was just making up dialogue um, because we had it on mute so we, we were just reading the subtitles but I was, like, <laughs> I was like Cindy I told you not to go and sell your hair oh my god we're gonna go see we're gonna go see <laughs> Despicable Me 3 and they're all gonna think you're Gru come on <laughs> no I told you I was gonna do it it's for the sick kids I don't care <laughs> It was just stuff like that, uh, but it was like Tina, she was in a food. she was in a cult, so it was like, eh, it's about as funny as what I said. But like, <laughs> but like, I I said to one of my coworkers, I'm like, okay, so these shows, there are cop shows out the wazoo, and they're all ca- they're all heavily armed, and they all have their little pithy catchphrases, and yet Brooklyn Nine Nine is the show that went back and rewrote half their season so they could um with good conscience do a cop show in this in this in this climate. Right. But these shows, these shows with dudes running around with and fucking guns and, and these helmets are the shows and shit. 
These are the shows that like cops in like some small town in North Carolina, you know, pulling someone over. That's who they, that's who they think that they need to be, that they need to come in all guns blazing and stuff. You need to uh, come into it. Not that I've been a cop ever, but you need to go into a situation cautious and, and just, you know, you can hope for the best. Right. Yeah. But I've still had state troopers come up on my car with their hand on the gun, not drawn, right? but on the gun. And that's enough. I mean, uh, you've seen, I've had cars that have bumper stickers or vanity plates or whatever. I've been driving fast to the music or whatever it is, you know, my shaved head, colored hair. I don't know, but I put my hands on the steering wheel, you know, but if I see a cop in my side mirror coming up, like sliding up the side of the car with his hand on the gun, I'm like, all right, he's, he's nervous, but these other cops now, and I'm talking like, I haven't been pulled over for speeding in like 25 years. Um, cause I don't think cops care anymore. Like two o'clock in the morning, if you're doing 70 on a 50, they don't give a shit. Yeah. They're like, dude, just get home. Like, don't make any noise and wake me up. Because most of them, like, I swear I could count 25, 30 state trooper cars if I drive one specific way home for all the construction. That's so much money going overtime. But I'm off point. (sighs) (laughs) How is it that as the jury is deliberating, another cop, like five miles away, shoots somebody dead from Chauvin's trial? How? Right? How like, are you how, not how? like on fucking pins and needles like with this whole thing? How are you not hyper aware that you represent every police force? Every right. cop does. Every cop at this point now represents all cops. And whether that's fair or not, eh, you have a union. You're all, you know, where we go one, we go all, right, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> I just um there it's it's just unbelievable to me. If I was if I was a cop now, I'd I'd be like, you know, look, I'll I'll throw some sand at you, but I'm not pulling my gun. Like, yeah. I I just you know, it's like, you know, I got the taser. I don't leave the gun gun at home today. I just you know, I I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm not a cop, never been a cop, never wanted to be a cop. No. Um I was a cop. When I was like, you know, playing cops and robbers on a street as a kid. Yeah, but then you could could actually beat up the robber and it's just your buddy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's. Cops and robbers don't end up throwing rocks and sticks at each other. I just don't. I just. um, I don't know. It just astounds me. And then, hey, while we're at it, let's just shoot a 16 year old girl with a knife. Yes, I understand he was protecting the other people. But a taser would have stopped that girl. Yeah. And why do we shoot to kill? Whatever happened to shooting to wound or incapacitate? Right. Just blow up their kneecaps. If the fucking mafia is good enough to let you know, it's just like, look, you know, we're just going to fuck up your legs. Yeah. Fuck up your leg. We'll shoot you in the kneecaps. If the mafia can do that, I really wish that the police would at least have the standards of the mafia. Yeah. They don't even, I mean, I mean, uh, soldiers in, in battlefields have more rules of engagement than, than, than cops do from what I've read. 
Like they have to be shot at before they can shoot back. And I do understand there are situations where you're going to want to, you're going to want to take care of it. But I mean, how we've de-escalated situations. We've de-escalated situations with people with knives before. Yeah. I used to, I used to work in that, in in that, that group home for at risk youth. Believe me, I have been threatened with many different types of weapons and we did have one kid there was he he never pointed the gun at us but he had a gun and that was a 357 magnum in the house so knowing that oh like a few hours before it was discovered yeah billy and i were having an argument about it was his turn to clean the like to mop the kitchen floor Uh, well (laughs) well then he was a little i could have gone differently yeah he was stable he was more stable yeah i I don't know. Did you watch Biden's speech? Well, I kind of had to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's my job. Yeah. I thought it was good. I, I, I just thought it was so like, it was just kind of, kind of like you're comfortable. It was there. Yeah, it was great. It was boring as fuck. At no point did I <laughs> go. Perfect. At no point did I go, what the fuck is he talking about? over? There? Yeah, exactly. Or did, did he just say that? Yeah. I will you tell know? you this. I will say this. There was, um, I'm told, caption what they say. Okay? That's that's like hands down, that seems to be the rule. Except when it's like Colbert and he says, because, you know, because yeah. you can't. So we, um, we, we changed that to because just for readability, for quick reading. Right. Um, but that's, I think, uh, how it works with that show. Anyway, Rudy Giuliani's son, <laughs> who looks like the son from Batman Returns, right? He looks like Shrek's kid. Yeah. Said, um, and I quote that the, um, not yet, but uh, said that the uh, searches on Giuliani's property was absurd. This is absurd. A what? Absurd. It's absolutely absurd. So Mm. now I will tell you (laughs) that you spell absurd A-S-U-R-D. Okay. There is no B in absurd. (laughs) Fuck around and find out. No. (laughs) Say stupid things. Look stupid on TV, right? Yeah, that's pretty much the rule. And I watched that four times to make sure that's what he said. He said absurd. So it's not absurd and it's not absurd. It's just what it is. It's your father um, being an idiot. What was... um what was what was his like? What was his reasoning behind its its absurdity? Oh, I don't <laughs> like, know. It's just because that's just what like, you're supposed to do. You defend your psyched, family. Right? I guess I was like, awesome. This is really really cool. Yeah, Q <laughs> was right. There is going to be a whole bunch him. of arrests. Oops, oh, it's the wrong I side. Did, I watched that Q documentary. Oh, good. Good, yeah, because it's been a little while since oh, we talked. Yeah, so um, I have to say that it was that it was a little 
less maybe because like i've seen so many of these things where like i've seen the absurd things no 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 um, absurd 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 things (laughs) that these fuckwads say yeah about their conspiracies and stuff like that that maybe i'm i'm just immune to the foolishness of it but this this documentary to me was uh, it was less. It was. It was less. I don't know. Earth shattering than I thought oh, yeah, it would no. be. It was really. It was. It was rich. Yeah. It, it was a documumentation of a fight between these dudes yeah. who run a website. Yeah, and so it accidentally no real... caused a revolution that failed. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's a. Certain... Do I, I? Is are you supposed to leave this thing thinking that that kid Ron? Is Q? Yes, he absolutely shit just is. got away from him. Yes. Yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah he probably is. He, he all so, he all but came out and absolutely said it, and they both laughed at the end, which to me is yeah, the indication. I, I saw that where they're like, "All right, I get it. You're just not going to say it." Yeah, yeah. Anybody that says over and over again, uh, "I'm not really into politics," you are. You are. You just don't. Really you just have politics. a bad opinion of it. And yeah. I'm not really into politics, but I flew from fucking Singapore <laughs> to go to the the January sixth rally just to see. Yeah. So Fuck I think you. that. I mean, that was that was you know it was fine. It's what it is. I mean, I think that you haven't heard any crazy Q conspiracies lately. You mean since you? the documentary I mean, came out? No. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> that dude's just like, up on a mountain now swinging his mochi hammer, trying to pretend he's some anime four. <laughs> they, um, they did, um, the daily show releases Jordan Klepper thing where yeah. he sort of does a recap of all the Trump. Rallies oh, that half hour to. one. Yeah. 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 That was really one thing. It was really funny. It was so <laughs> it got a real uncomfortable toward the yeah, end. Yeah, like I was, yeah. I was worried for him at times. He's yeah. not. He's not just a funny comedian correspondent. That dude. He may look like the biggest dork in the world, but he's got balls the size of fucking Buicks. Yeah, yeah. He did a really good job with them because he didn't. He he was really really good about coming right up to the line of yes. like. All right, I might get punched in the face, but let's just sort of play this out and see what happens. It's a lot like how we would we would fuck with customers. Yeah. But but dangerously. <laughs> like yeah. you know he could definitely identify the people that were dumb enough to not understand his jokes. He was right. he's and good then- at that. But what he was really, but what really sort of surprised me is how many of these people whom he highlighted as being complete fucking idiots were like, yeah, I'll sign the release. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Well, you know, they want to be on TV, right? That's a, that's a, that's one step closer to being being their idol, isn't it? You're stupid and dumb. But they also (laughs) thought they came off well. I think is is why they would sign the release right. because they didn't see. Yeah, but yeah, there were there were enough smart people there to be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Right. Some of them had stupid reasons, but some of them were like, I know you. 
<laughs> I know Which you, Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> yeah, try Eddie. listening to that again and not cringe. Oh, I my know, God. right? Speaking of Eddie Murphy, which we were doing before the show, Eddie Murphy has agreed to or signed on or is attached to or however you want to say it in official capacity to Twins 3 with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Really? Yes. Whether it gets made or not, uh, a script has been written and Ivan Reitman is attached as director. I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> you know, I have my my uh, my distaste for unnecessary sequels is well documented, not just in this show, but everywhere else. Yeah, and um, you gotta watch that yeah, T-shirt every fun. now and then. I <laughs> I'm I'm in for this one. <laughs> I, so will, I will. I will. They had been talking <laughs> about this. I think they've been talking about this for decades. But yes, yeah, but to make it a triplets thing with Eddie Murphy, I mean, yeah. Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Just one more on. time, Schwarzenegger and DeVito together. Would, yeah, that that's. I'm glad that they're doing that. Yeah. Instead of doing that story mm. and having a whole new cast. Oh, it's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Let's do twins, but we'll add a third and we'll make him a black guy. And that'll be a, that would be. That would be terrible. But adding Eddie Murphy to the existing story. Right, right. I'm in. Cause it's cause it's it's racist and insensitive if you make him the shitty Danny DeVito character and it's pandering and 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 just ugh, if you make him the upstanding cheaty character. Yeah. Right? So yeah, have him come in and he can be because DeVito's the shit DNA, Arnold's the best DNA. How they get what what's left? Yeah. And there's such extremes, yeah. DeVito and Schwarzenegger, that you know, Eddie might be the normal one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um I think that will uh I think that'll be a lot of fun to whether watch. whether they actually do it or not is a whole nother thing, but I, I had read that, so because every That's now and then cool. I like looking through IMDb and I'm like, oh, uh, Danny DeVito's probably got some projects coming up. Oh, yeah, like six of them. Okay. Well, this one looks good. <laughs> and Schwarzenegger is just like, uh, I'm sure like another action movie is just exhausting to him at this point. Yeah. Well, he did that one, Maggie, that um, is like mm-hmm. a, it takes place in a, in a world of like a zombie apocalypse, but that doesn't really yeah. factor into it that much because his daughter is sick. I think she was bit. It's been a long time since I watched it, but it, he was good. It was just like a regular dramatic role. Not, no quips, none of that. Just a father pre uh, grieving the pre loss of his daughter. It's kind of mm. sad. Not, not bad. Um, let's see. I watched Mortal Kombat twice. Oh yeah. No, that was awful. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, first- well, I was just kind of like, all right, hey, you know, I'm like three quarters of the way through, and I'm just like, I'm really excited for when the story starts. Well, I mean, the actor that plays Liu Kang was signed for five films. Ugh. So that means this is set up. This this whole first act is set up, and I'm totally fine with that because the first game came out with all, little to no context. It was here's a tournament. Here are the characters. This is their small backstory. Fight. 
And here it's about them learning their special abilities, which is something the, the game never really mentions at all, as far as I can remember. There's a lot of lore to Mortal Kombat, so I could definitely be missing something. But for them to find their their special moves, if you will, um, their special purpose. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. And and you got Shang Tsung trying to fuck everything up before the tournament. So okay, all right, sure. I'm in, and um, you, I'm sure you've seen the meme floating around of the guy that played Kano um, is in the uh, hospital yeah, for the Kano. fractured back. Yeah, which worried me at first when I first read it because the, the actor that played him in the first movie and the actor that I believe the actor that played him in that web series, uh, Legacy, it might have been called, they're both dead. Um, yeah. So I'm like, oh no, is he already dead? Jesus Christ! And it's like, <laughs> it's, oh no, he's hurt from carrying the curse. whole movie. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, for a character that is like, oh, it's here's Kano. Like he, he, he blew it out of the water, nailed it. He was, he was really funny. In a movie, in a genre, in a in a mythology that can take itself super, super seriously. He was, he had some great one-liners. Yeah, they them. did give him a couple of fun little one-liners. So yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. But overall, I just thought the story, I thought the pacing was terrible. And I was bored through a lot of it. See, now uh, as, as someone that's played him in the arcade and at home from no, I did the very too. beginning, there was so many things thrown in there. Like, okay, so first Mortal Kombat movie, Luke Kang doesn't throw a fireball until sort of throws one at the very end of the movie yeah. right to win the fight here in this one before he even has dialogue he throws an actual true to character special move fireball I'm like all right we're going in the right direction and they introduce Liu kang with his teleport move and i'm like oh, that's, yeah okay all right raiden's played by uh, uh, uh an asian actor scorpion and sub-zero are played by asian actors and Liu Kang, that dude, like ripped isn't the word for shredded doesn't even yeah. quite. De- when he flexes, it's like, holy shit, you are what like comic book artists draw as a ripped yeah. character. <laughs> I know, right? Like you are Spider-Man on Venom from from Bane's, you know, backpack. Like that dude, good for him. And and my wife said, um, yeah. So he, they based him obviously on Bruce Lee. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Venom, yeah. Um, I came across a clip from that movie with what's his face with in Tom it? Hardy. Yeah, you haven't watched and- it. Oh, I've seen the movie. Oh, okay. And I I came across this clip, and I'd forgotten just how much like fun that like i'm gonna go i gotta go and find and watch that movie again Mm. that i just had that was a fun little movie and i would really i'm looking forward to the sequel i am too (laughs) the only thing i didn't like was the final fight both symbiotes were basically the same color so it was like eh, it's like the lightsaber fight with anakin and obi-wan it's like couldn't one of them you just give one of them the red lightsaber and um, yeah. that way, it's yeah, easy help me to differentiate. Keep track of this. That's yeah. That's yeah. why the Bumblebee 
uh, Transformers movie when you had all the CG stuff in the beginning and the fights at the end. That was so much easier to follow than all of the other Transformers movies because the other ones were just a mishmash of of metal right. that you had to really look at standing still to get it in your head, which is weird because Steppenwolf in the Justice League Snyder Cut is so many more parts than a Transformer, but the way the armor's laid down, it works as one one section at a time. It's weird. Yeah. It's like a sliver creates a a, musk, a muscle band, which creates a segment of the anatomy, and it just all really works well. But in the Transformers, it didn't because it just... Good on ILM for making the most complicated things I've ever seen. But for no, seriously, but for fast yeah. motion um, and stuff like the only the only ones you could really tell would be like the bright green one or the red one or whatever. And in Bumblebee, it was it was the 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 shapes were better. You know what I mean? The silhouettes. That's really what you want. Um, when you're designing characters is to have an easily recognizable silhouette. That's why Vader works. That's why Fett works. Yeah. You know, R2, obviously, but, um, I really liked the fights between Kong and Godzilla. Yeah. I thought that movie was, was pretty fun. I, I mean, it had its issues. Like I mean, all the humans. I mean, all right. So to be fair, we are building off of um, 60 years of Godzilla movies. No, nope, this is true. Right? No, and in fact, the only issue that I had yeah. was when, like, when um, Eleven and the kid from Deadpool 2 yeah. were yeah. running around with, with, um, with goggles there, the dude, the black guy in the glasses. Yeah. So my only issue with, like, their little storyline is that they managed to sneak around a lot of fucking places yeah. a lot of fucking time without getting caught or seen. That that right. was my only my only thing. That's where my suspension of disbelief. I mean, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm watching a movie about a giant lizard fighting a giant fucking ape. So um, for me to go, well, this doesn't seem real. It feels you know, weird, right? Yeah. Really unfair. But it just, I just thought that, like, story wise, in fact, if they had just edited out one or maybe two instances of that journey of theirs, mm. I would have been cool with it. Okay. But to see, to see so much of their journey. Yeah, as it went along, it's just I, like, yeah, oh, that you makes know, sense. You guys, you're you're luxury to run out a little while ago. I just would have edited that given especially that their contribution to the overall story was fairly minimal yeah i think maybe if you take out their their skull crawler encounter and you just have the mecha godzilla uh activation scene then them finding the Ghidorah skull wouldn't have felt like oh now they're here Right. But to be so fair, I just, to be fair, kids in Godzilla movies are fairly magical. Like they're never gonna get hurt. And granted, she's you know eleven, so she's got some skills. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, 
people there's all kinds of different complaints about you know oh the human storyline why you know there wasn't enough godzilla it's like have you got you you've watched godzilla movies right they're not going to change the formula like godzilla's in some movies for 15 minutes and the rest of it is people talking about stuff because the whole idea behind godzilla movies is to like tackle issues like environmental right. issues or nuclear power and weapons and stuff like that and there was a lot more godzilla and kong in this than you would normally get in a godzilla movie and godzilla movies suck it's like it's like wrestling really it's do you do you care about the commercials like if you look at at wrestlemania or or a wrestling event right you have your your build up your talk between the two of them but you got a whole shitload of commercials and if you think of the commercials as the people talking you're gonna have a lot of commercials but, but when it gets to it you're gonna have a lot of fun stuff but godzilla yeah. movies are are like 60 percent people 40 percent monsters beating the shit out of each other vader was in 12 minutes of a new hope you know nobody complains about that about how that bad guy you know <laughs> wasn't in that movie for very long and it's like yeah i i understand but i mean you're hiring these actors to do this job so you're paying a decent amount for most of these people so you're gonna use them you want right. them on screen and i get it just you know deliver what you said godzilla versus kong that's what i want to see and they did that three times and i'm like okay yeah and i thought it was yeah and those sequences i thought were great yeah yeah and i love i really I thought like that kong had some personality yes kind of from a was magical great. kid yeah yeah all the way back to um you know that stupid godzilla movie where the kid imagines himself as uh as uh, godzilla's son's friend or um the the twin girls who were sort of adults um with mothra uh, or even godzilla who is quote friend to all children that kind of thing and um you know in one of the um worst received uh godzilla versus megalon which is one of my favorites because it's so fucking cheesy um a little kid helps control the giant flying robot so there's a lot of kids in these movies and they, that no harm ever comes. They could get kidnapped. They could have a gun pointed at him. He's going to be fine. You don't ever have to worry about a kid in a Godzilla movie. And that's, you know, I just want them to get bonkers. Like they do a rated R Godzilla movie. And he goes all like Anakin at the temple on the kids. <laughs> oh my God. And then Wags definitely took a turn. Kong. <laughs> bring him monkey boy let's go yeah. i i did really like how it was it wasn't for it wasn't a battle to the death and it was never billed as a battle to the death right it was a battle for who's the bigger badass who's in charge who like they say in the trailer who bows to who blah 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 yeah and they really legitimately answered that question. And I like that. And I like that, you know, they had to, um, Kong had to, had to put his anger aside to be like, oh yeah, no, this metal motherfucker ain't going to ruin my day because Mechagodzilla was about to do the Godzilla on Godzilla, which 
I'll admit, made me a little nervous. <laughs> I knew he was going to be fine, but there have been instances where Godzilla has died and his son takes his place. So you never know. You never know what's going to happen, what they're going to exactly. do. It's, it's possible, but I want to see, I want to see Mortal Kombat and the Godzilla movies go balls to the wall bonkers by their last movie. Like I want shape-shifting cockroach aliens bringing space Godzilla, <laughs> Gigan, and Mecha King Ghidorah down Telling from you. fucking space to fight these guys. And I think with the, um, with, um, with streaming, I think that they can, because it's going to, I think it actually Bronze the audience, you know, yeah. I probably still, if theaters were open, I mean, only because I go to the movies all the time right. or would in normal times, um, I would have seen Godzilla versus Kong in a movie theater. Cause again, I'm a movie guy. Right. So, right. um, but I think that a lot of people probably watch that movie and brought and, and had their kids watch that movie yep. because it's like, all right, shit, we're home. I don't have to do anything or I can go mow the lawn and let Timmy watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where yeah. it's not necessarily a movie they would have gone to see in a theater right. or they would have waited for it to like show up on cable yeah so yeah. um yeah i think that streaming opens up so um so many things yeah it really does so anyway yeah, yeah. um did you watch any of the oscars i it no, I was actually uh i was doing other other things um so i was I working that one, night so I was doing like 60 minutes and CBS evening news and stuff like that. So, um, of the one Oscar nominated movies that I saw, I saw the father. Okay. Um, that one looks which, good. It was really good. Hmm. And for me to say that they did a really nice job of putting you into that somewhat disorienting space that someone suffering from, you know, like dementia, mm. like on, like, you know, the, the onslaught of dementia, like at the beginning stages of it, yeah. um, they did like with editing, it was amazing mm. the way they did that. And you can see, like, I would love, it's originally a play. Oh. I would love to see the play because I would love to see how they do. Cause I could see in the film how that could work without camera tricks in a play it would okay. be a fantastic production yeah it was really good um yeah hopkins performance was fantastic i saw his little um little speech from wales that he put on instagram <laughs> and he was very very gracious he was blown away surprised that he won he said some very nice things about chadwick boseman uh -huh. um so it was um I don't know. I thought that was great. I heard that no man, nomad land was really good. Um, so I'll probably watch that next. All right. Let me know how that is. I'm not, I'm not into depressing stuff at the moment. Yeah. No, um, me neither. But um, yeah, this was such a weird year for Oscars. It's like, what's a movie? <laughs> yeah. There was, there was really nothing in the running that I had any, personal emotional attachment to well it's weird because it doesn't feel like it feels like oscar season was like three months ago like oh we should have done this like three months ago and not well yeah like a week yeah. ago so it's just like everything is is sort of thrown off about it and yep. i just could not wrap my head around it yeah so, 
Um, but yeah, and it and was, it wasn't um, a full release schedule, and yeah, exactly. Everything was, just... was on. Like I don't even like when did nominations come out? So like I have yeah. no yeah. I Like it was just all all messed up and weird, and and I don't know the next year will be any different. You know, I mean, so we're how far mm. like almost halfway through 2021 already. And like, what's like, what's come out? Do things come out? I mean, theaters are, are open, but I'm not ready yet. Even no, though I'm vaccinated. Because now we can segue into this because fucking idiots are only getting one dose. Right. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Like it's, it's not that tough. You, you go, you get the other shot, bam, you're done. You just have to go. Just go. I Did you went. hear about that? I don't that go anywhere. Florida? What? Did you hear about the school in Florida? Oh, yeah. That's firing people for having had the shot. Uh, that's because that woman is <laughs> fucking cool for Cocoa Puffs. Because, because being in close proximity to someone who's been vaccinated can screw up reproduction. Like, yeah, no, they, it's three women have had their menstrual cycles affected. No, no, they haven't. No, they haven't. <laughs> like, I'm not a doctor, but no. No, but I've been, you know what? I've been in close proximity to a doctor, and even I know. Yeah. Oh, so dumb. Fucking idiots. So dumb. I saw this <sighs> woman from uh, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, the other night. She said, I'm not going to get there. I don't think they did enough research. And I'm like, oh, you who's standing in a playground in Philadelphia that can barely speak English, white girl, um, is going to say, you don't think they did enough research. <laughs> I think I told you my my favorite one was the whole, like from that, that website, Heard in LA, Overheard in LA. Mm. Mm, I don't think I'll get the vaccine. I'm not really comfortable. I don't really know what's in it. It's just like, look, I have seen you do cocaine off of a toilet seat in yeah. a bar and you're concerned yeah. about the vaccine. But what people don't know is that it is that the, the COVID one was discovered in, in 2002 stems from 2001, hence the one, right. And, or 2011, whatever, 2010. So for the last 10 years they've been studying it and that's how they were able to get this vaccine out because all of the 10 years of work had already been done before otherwise we'd still be waiting but there was a woman who was working on this and they they like she's getting paid like very little like like forty thousand dollars a year as a research scientist to work on this you know mapping of of the of the whatever she had to do i'm not i'm not i I don't remember and i'm not going to pretend i do either but she kept working and she's like yeah we're gonna need this someday and she kept going and kept going and it's this one woman's work that kind of fueled all the rest of you know for better or worse operation warp speed um and 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 got the cure out that fast because someone knew that it would have to be done and they kept working the research has been done 10 years of research has been done yeah it's absolutely it's just the stupidity is astounding if you you if your friends 
can point to a character on Always Sunny in Philadelphia and say, that's you, you don't get to enter into the scientific <laughs> debate. No, no, you don't. No, you just need to just, you know, just why don't you just go sit down? Do you relax. remember the, um, the, the Charlie has a kid episode? Vaguely. And the woman, the woman that's like, Charlie, you haven't seen our kid. Uh, that's who she came off as. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I'm that's from Philadelphia, despicable. so all those people kind of look familiar anyway. It's like some kind of genetic memory in me or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> neighborhood uh, flashback. Get the fucking Crazy. shot. Oh, right. my God. And wear your masks. I've finally passed the threshold of the two weeks from the second shot. So I think I'm good. Uh, my wife okay. got her second one Monday. So she still has a week and a half to go. Um, mm -hmm. But my kids, they, uh, nothing. Because they're 13. They're, they're three years under the 16. So they can't get theirs yet. So I can't do anything yet. I'm not risking yeah. any of that because I can still carry it and pass it. And I'm not taking the fucking chance. All of us at work are vaccinated. We're still wearing masks. You know? And I'm fine with the mask thing. I think the, um, what now what's going on in Massachusetts? Like with masks outside. Oh, who fucking like, knows. Oh my right? God. I don't <laughs> know. That guy doesn't know shit. He's like, California. He's so I, I don't know what happened with Baker because I see, I still get, you know, news clips and stuff like that. It's just like he was doing so great. Part of the problem, I think, is pressure from business groups. It's, it's the money side of it versus the yeah. safety side of it. And I think he's trying to appease both sides, which is not possible. You're either safe or right. you're open to make money and you're spreading the disease. I, there's, I don't, I don't see any middle ground on this one. It's one of the <laughs> few times I'll say that. And I see things like, you know, oh, s s kids are going to be back in schools May 17th. For, for seven yeah. hours, and then they're on vacation. Like, <laughs> and then what? Like, like and then there's the got to be, oh, be money behind that, that that's I, forcing the decision. I just, I just don't get it, because it's just like, just like finish out the, it's so dumb. My, my like, girls, why? they're staying home. We're not taking the chance. Yeah, like. I just think that's the vaccine. That's that's just dumb. Like the school year is pretty much over. No one's going to be doing anything. Yeah. Like it just doesn't matter. Why throw off? I just it's just ridiculous. I don't to know. Me. It's it's got to be it's got to be an MCAS thing. It's got to be money in there. It's got to be something. MCAS for anybody that that doesn't have that in their schools. It's like standardized testing to basically assess how well the teacher is teaching. Right. Which, you know, the grades yes. of the kids are the indication anyway, so. Theoretically. Fucking, I'm so glad that we didn't have that shit. We had standardized tests, but it was yeah. like, it, it, we didn't study all year for one test. Yeah, and it wasn't, it certainly wasn't every year. It was like. You know, I think, what is this, fifth, seventh? I don't even, I don't even know. I remember fourth grade because miss mahoney was a bitch about she was a bitch i <laughs> she, i hope she's dead but then you look at it and you're like oh yeah i would have been too if i had all these kids in one room every day and that's no, what i had to look forward to no she was a jerk well no. some teachers some teachers eventually do get to that point where they just don't give a shit anymore 
especially she was, especially she was back like in the seventies and eighties. She was in her like early thirties. She should have still been optimistic. I think that she was. It was like so. Let's see. It's fourth grade. So I'm what nine. So that's nineteen seventy six, seventy seven. So. Yeah, she she maybe she was just still upset that it was Miss Mahoney. Oh, no one, no one put a ring on it yet, and you know, tick tock, tick tock, there, Miss Mahoney. <laughs> but let's see, that's what forty something years. Yeah, she's got to be dead. God, I hope so. There's only there's only a few teachers that I wished, or when I heard they were dead, I was like, fucking good. One of them was the guy that grabbed me by the head, by the hair, and shook my head and yelled in my face because I coughed. Oh my god, he'd be on the internet now. No, he'd be oh dead. He'd be dead if if it was if I could go back in time and my consciousness now inhabited that body and my knowing what is right and what is wrong and not being scared of adults, I would have killed him. Yeah, literally killed him in front of the rest <laughs> of the class. Because one punch—that's all it would take. You're locked in here with me. Oh yeah, I could I could I could close the door. Yeah. Uh, but that guy fucking uh, Jesus that fucking Christ. guy. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this dog, this uh this okay, so we have a puppy. Um she's been extraordinarily quiet this whole time. Um she's a talker. She's like all the time, all the time. She's got things to say. She does. She does. You know what she sounds like? She was, I was trying to eat last night. Nova. She's pooping. I I see, I see father. It's just hanging there. (laughs) Did she catch it before it hit the floor? This dog is so small. Her poop is the size of my index finger. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so uh, I'll tell that story because I wanted to make sure she's okay. So we had this one dog, Josie, that we got from a, a disreputable person. We found out, and uh, she 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 lasted a week with us because she had parvo, and um, that still, you know, emotionally wrecks me when I think about it when I'm alone driving. You know. Anyway, so we got Roxy, who. Um, is the dominant dog in the house. Now, Hera is just like a chill surfer dog. She's like the dude from summer school who's just oh, like, okay. yeah, whatever. We'll just relax and we'll just knock this out. Um, Coop, the teacher, Coop. Um, yep. Roxy is more like the um, the other teacher. The um, what's it, What was her name? She was on Cheers and Star Trek movie. Um, Kirstie Alley. She's more like that. Yeah. She's more like, you got to do your work. <laughs> Roxy's in charge. Um, so, um, we, I was always like, you know what? We have two dogs. That's awesome. They're friends with each other. And, um, I'm like, Hey, when we get a fence, maybe we could get a third dog and they could all play together. Cause I never had three dogs, you know, I also never had six nipples, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go get some. But, um, that was a weird thing to say. You still there? <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm listening to so, your story. So uh, eventually, you know, we got the fence put in and we're at the point now where we're like, okay, uh, we think we can do this. No problem. And um, 
every place is, <laughs> for lack of a better term, every place is sold out. <laughs> yeah. It was worse a year ago, but... <sighs> Excuse me. Wow, that was a stinky one, huh? Sure. Yeah. Woo! Tiny dog, big smell. So, um, the Northeast Animal, the Northeast Shelter there in Salem has a waiting list that you can't get on because there's no dates or times available. And then there's the Cape Ann one that we'd gone to before and um, very limited in the animals they have. The one that we were interested in, um, they're trying to adopt as a set because one is like this six-month-old blind puppy and the other one, or the other way around, and the other one is a two-year-old and they are they are connected. One is basically the other one's guide dog dog. So we're like, uh, uh, we can't, we can't, I don't think, I don't think we have the, the ability to handle a special needs dog. Yeah. And that's, and that's fair. It's better to make that, that, that decision and, and not do it than realize it as you're trying to, um, and then I was just, I was just like, um, farting around, looking at different places. And I remember Bill got his dog. His dog's awesome. Uh, bark, bark Wahlberg. And, um, <laughs> he got his dog from a place called Sweet Paws Rescue. And what they do is they have people down in the, in the South, in Mississippi and Alabama. And apparently there's no real animal shelters down there from what they said. Not like in a way that would be helpful and people like hand out puppies in front of walmarts or swap meets or leave them in a box on the side of the road which is which is terrible so that they have people down there that get them and send them up here to them so uh they had a pregnant dog come up and she had a litter all black puppies um, with little bits of white and this one tannish looking one, the tan one was not actually on the website. And, um, the one that we were really interested in, obviously we were too late to, um, adopt any of those that were on the website because, um, you know, first come first serve that kind of thing. Right. Um, so I'm like, oh, that's awful because like it, the other one looked like Josie. So it was kind of like a make good for, you know what happened to her not that we can but it would make us feel better you know like a we can pretend she's you know point two, 2.0 <laughs> um so that we do the whole thing there's it's a huge involved process more so than walking into a shelter and being like that cat and then an hour later you're walking out with it um it was um read these forms, fill this out, answer all 50 of these questions, uh, pay a $10 application fee, which if Bill hadn't have gone through them, I probably would have been like, eh, I'm not paying somebody for a maybe. Yeah. Uh, but Bill did it and said they were, they were great and they were, they were fantastic to work with. So I'm like, okay. And then we put down the name of the dog we want. And then um, that night or the next night, uh, Ellen gets a, cause Ellen's the one that's going to be home 
uh, mostly because she works from home now. She'll be the one home with the dog. So she's like the main contact because like I don't want them calling while I'm asleep to get ready for work or whatever. Um, she's, you know, a normal human at normal human business times. <laughs> um, unlike her gargoyle husband that turns to stone when the sun comes up. So um, it was like, tw- it was 18 hours later. They, they sent her the email that said, um, okay, next step is this. And it was a Zoom meeting with all of the prospective adopters. Um, 90 minutes. Oh, wow. To go over everything. It ended up being an hour because there weren't a lot of questions. Uh, one of the things, there were 16 people. So instantly I knew because, you know, we had just squeaked in under the, um, you know, under the line for... Um, getting in on this zoom call we knew all the ones that we were looking at were gone um but it puts us in the in the queue for you know first come first serve so she goes through the whole thing they explain how it happens how they um how they acquire their dogs and um and then would they end it with um okay well we're going to go over your applications and um we will set you up with an adoption coordinator within two weeks. And I'm like, oh, but I want it now. Because you know me. I set my mind on something and I have to have it Right, you want it now. Yeah, because that's what other shelters do. You walk in, you can walk out with a dog, you know, in less than a half a day. Here we go. <laughs> so um, I'm like, okay. So I, I, I kind of push it into the back of my head and I'm like, I just, I'll just concentrate on doing work. And then once, once, and then I can get really good at that and, um, time will fly by if I'm like trying to learn new stuff every day or do something new or perfect this one thing or whatever. And then the next day (laughs) she gets a text from the adoption coordinator. (laughs) I'm like, oh shit, that was fast. Like way faster than we expected. So she talks with her, she does FaceTime with her, talks to her a little bit. Um, she explains the, you know, the payment, what happens, you know, and then she says, so obviously the one you picked, um, is, is already adopted. And she said, however, in the, um, would you like to buy an O voice from Sesame street? I have <laughs> this other puppy that hasn't shown up on the website yet. And it's, it's long story short, it's the one we have, but, yeah. um, but it, the thing is, it's a, it's a, it's a caramel brownish, like blonde kind of, kind of dog. Um, not the kind, like we, we like, we like the black dogs because, you know, generally people don't like black pitbull looking dogs they're scared of them so you know that's ones we'll go for because i'm not scared of them and they need they need homes too um but we saw some pictures and i was like "Eh, okay and then she sent the video and i'm like yep yep that's 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 the one so then she said okay well i'm gonna call your references and um she did and i apologize because apparently she called you super early well yeah, well, it wasn't super, super early, well, but it was just one of those things where, where I sort of like, I got the, like, I wake up and I look and I was like, it was like a voicemail from a number I didn't recognize. Ah. It wasn't like, I didn't even look at the little 
you know, cause like your voicemail do like a little transcript of it. Yeah. Cause often it's just like, Oh, we'd like to talk to you about your car's warranty. Oh yeah. 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 You know? And now I, I just find those mocking cause of that $4,000 <laughs> yeah. fucking trip. Yeah. So, um, so I didn't even register uh-huh. with me. So then like later when I was like, I don't know what hit my head. I'm just like, Oh fuck. I wonder if that was the link. <laughs> so I, I looked at the thing. I'm like, Oh shit. So I called her right back. We had a lovely chat. She was super cool. Yeah. She's um, nice. She was like, I'd be like, we, we talked about you for like three minutes. She's just like, so how was the move to California? I'm like, Oh, it's oh, pretty nice. awesome. <laughs> so yeah. So we like chatted for me. It was kind of funny. And, um, so yeah, it was it was good. So I'm nice. I'm glad that uh that all went well. Well what was so. great, and this is like the long way of telling the story, is um when she talked to Ellen, she said that um we had great friends and they had amazingly nice things to say about us. And I'm like, oh well, it's because the check cleared. I'm like, so, oh, I don't believe know. that, but that's nice of you to <laughs> But that made me feel really good because like I had you down, they had to know how many years. So I'm like 2002, right? And then I do Bill, it's like 1995. Like, and it's like, wow, I've, I've kept friends for decades, like literal decades, which isn't something. Then that made me start thinking about older groups of friends I had and the groups of friends I had before you guys, um, not great uh there was this group of kids i was friends with in in high school and this is this has been something i've wanted to say on the show but i keep forgetting so we had met playing lacrosse and um back then it didn't have the stigma it had now this is like in the 80s um it was the weird sport and we all wanted to try it out because it was like 3d hockey so yeah, it was yeah, it was really weird. I remember they tried to start one at my high school, and I was just like, "I'm <laughs> in." Oh, Not my, my backyard, man. Sounds Get like a lot Native of running. American sports out of here. <laughs> uh, so we 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 learned to skateboard together. We had a band that was awful that we had fun playing in, and um, I, I had met this one girl that I was dating. Um, and and she introduced me to smoking marijuana and i just really enjoyed that and did it all the time and i realized this the other day that how good is a group of friends if they see you doing something destructive their reaction is to get another guitar player and kick you out of the band and not talk to you anymore when i'd known them for for like five six seven years like intimately personally not physically obviously but like you know you talk about a lot of stuff you get to know we work together in in various theaters you know that kind of thing and like what they did basically was just throw me aside instead of saying dude you need you need to just chill out maybe get away from that girl or maybe just try not being stoned all the time but instead they had a dude come in and play on my gear which you don't you know you know you never touch a man's another man's fries you know that kind of thing for right. men at work right so yeah i was uh, so then a, a few years went by and um 
Um, I was at Friendly's with them. We were all just eating. And um, Ellen was there. We weren't dating. Um, so this was in between. And she hates them. I get it now. <laughs> I absolutely get it now. And she came over to the table of all of us assholes and said hello specifically to me. Okay. And I'm like, oh, huh. I should uh, pay attention to her because that was <laughs> that was a big thing. They don't like her. I know that. Um, and then one of our one of our friends, one of our friends that we um, we had known since that I had known since second grade. He had he had died in his sleep. He had a an aneurysm when he was asleep, and he died. So I came over. Um, to tell her because I don't think I didn't know she knew, but she knew, um, and she was on her way out to a wedding, um, and she was um, quite possibly gonna start dating the person that she was uh, paired up with, a bridesmaid and usher, that kind yeah. of thing, and you know how we squeaked in under the line for that Zoom meeting, like <laughs> like. She was dressed, ready to leave, and I showed up. It was like, it was like just a like last minute kind of thing, right? So we start we start dating, and I sort of try to rekindle the friendship I had with them because I liked hanging out with them until I, you know, somebody told me they had slept with one of my ex girlfriends while I was dating her and stuff like that. But um, what? cinched it for me was um when i when we were sitting in the in their living room and um just talking and i said oh yeah i'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing ellen again we got back together because we had dated in like sixth and seventh grade and ninth grade you know here and there for a couple years at a time on again off again rachel and ross kind of thing yeah it's one of those it's one of those you know we really click but then you know i'm an immature idiot because i'm 15 so like what are you gonna do um <laughs> right and one of them said to me uh the one my age the one friend um that was like the into the rest of the group you know what i mean uh the one i met first i guess is the way to put it yeah he's like oh man you should never recycle old girlfriends and i'm like oh is that is that how you think of that recycling recycle? and that was it that was that's it. a weird <laughs> yeah and i uh I never talked to him again after that. I made my decision. <laughs> yeah, because it's not recycling. That's not at all how I saw it. And I was, uh, uh, quite frankly, very insulted that he would assume to uh, know what to tell me about who I should date. Because like, it's not like I was dating some pothead that was going to fuck up my life. Right. You don't say that's a goddamn a, thing about it. Huh? That's a statement that you make. Like that's a statement you make to your friend after the like the the next like after that goes bad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's in the talking trash after the relationship's over phase. Right. Not you know? in the. Uh, so if you oh, guys hey, we started just seeing to... each other again. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like after you know you break up or whatever, and it's just like, yeah, man. See, it's always a bad idea not you know to recycle girlfriends. Like, right. Yeah, I told you, man. Let's go sit in front of this Circle K or whatever. Yeah, and what what brought it all? What brought all this? All these thoughts back up is it? It it does circle around that um, don't recycle uh, because we had gone to see Mortal Kombat. That was our first second <laughs> date, um, because our first first date was Fletch. Um, 
so our our first date again the re the reboot was uh was mortal Kombat. so ever since i saw that coming out it had me thinking about stupid shit stupid people have said to me and it's like you know what we've we've been together since 95 exclusively um with 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 fights i mean there's fights but never never no like yeah. one of the one of the questions on the dog application was if you're divorced they're like oh, you know that that meme where it's that it's that uh 50s dude and he's like hold up <laughs> It's like, hold on, that's not going to happen because we, we, we're not, that's not, that's just not us. That's not a, yeah a thing. We, we both made sure, you know, through living together for like six or seven years and knowing each other since second grade, you know, like, I think we were in the same kindergarten class, but then I went to a, 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 a Catholic school for a year and a half. So I don't really remember. Um, and then I came into the public school system in, in the middle of second grade. So I consider, you know, second grade 79 was the, the year we met, which is really strange when you end up thinking about it because I can make all these stupid, weird connections like this. Ready? <laughs> um, so in 79, um, alien came out, alien came out with a main character whose first name was Ellen. And my, my wife's name is Ellen, and we have a daughter named Ripley who was born in 2008, and the surviving clone in Alien 3 of Ripley was clone number eight. <laughs> it's all coming together. And it's all and preordained. Ripley, Ripley and Nova were made by in vitro fertilization, which is, um, you know, dime store Clone cloning. <laughs> so it's not exactly cloning. <laughs> But <laughs> next time one of your girls doesn't clean our room, it's just yeah. like, listen to me, dime store clone. Yep. I'm trying to get them to watch Battlestar Galactica so I can start doing that with them. <laughs> keep up, keep that shit up. We'll just download you into a new body. And Rip will come back with, well, can it not have diabetes? Like, oh. <laughs> Seriously. Dime store clone. I love that. What a great name for a band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then just play play bad Nirvana covers. <laughs> no, they have to do, they have to do just covers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have to do covers of covers. Oh, so Weird Al songs. Yes, covers of Weird Al. <laughs> they have always, to parody. I if they parody to... Weird Al songs. Oh yeah, I always <laughs> oh, wanted God, to have a band. How would that be? I always wanted to have a band where you play the song and you do half Weird Al lyrics and half real lyrics. I thought that would be uh. hilarious because people would be like going jamming along to it and then all of a sudden be like, wait, <laughs> what? Like, wait, what? Yeah, I thought that'd be funny. There have been songs that I, that have come across and I was just, and you know, you hear the beginning of it and you realize, oh, it's the real song. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. oh. Bummer! I was kind of hoping for the for the Weird Al yeah. song. Or there's there's a couple songs that start off with the same drum beat or the same the same bass line, and you're like, oh, which one is it? Which one? Oh, it's the one I don't like. <laughs> yeah, that happens to me with like Under Pressure and Ice Ice oh, yeah. Baby. Oh yeah, that's the prime <laughs> example right there. Yep, that re it really is. Yeah. So. Uh. 
anyway. All right, should we call it? Let's call it. I think that's. Oh, a, I gotta plug. The, I gotta plug the live Star Wars show that Peter and I are doing on oh, the yeah? fourth. We're doing. Yeah, we're gonna do a. We did that Facebook live for Jeff Bridges, which was which was super fun to do. Oh, and we cool. had a whole three people watching. Well, I like the well, I like the I, different camera angle that 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 you got there, where it's closer. You guys are closer together. Well, we had to because I was using the iPad to shoot it as uh, opposed to like the other cameras. So it'll probably be similar for the Star Wars thing. Yeah, so, I and think, we're releasing. I think, yeah, we're releasing our Star. Our we we have a Princess Leia show that we shot. Uh, I'm sorry, a Carrie Fisher yeah. <laughs> show that we shot. We'll release that Sunday, and then we'll do the live Star Wars show on. Um, on Tuesday at two Eastern as opposed to noon. So two Eastern. Uh, so it's a little bit more reasonable for East coast folks. So, right, and right. we, um, we found out that the podcast of the show, we got this weird thing from this, um, like this podcast analytics company that I think was just looking for business. Going. Yeah. That happens. You, know, you get a lot of those. Yeah, did you know that Ticket Stubs and Popcorn in Australia is ranked 236 for audiovisual shows? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I wrote back to the guy, I'm like, how many are there? Yeah, we don't know. There could be thousands. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks, man. <laughs> but uh, but thanks to all of our, you know, Australians. Yeah, it's like what we would I say, you know, funny. thanks to all of our listener. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it's um, fun stuff. <laughs> Singular listener. <laughs> All of our listeners. I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, it's funny. So anyway, yeah, live Star Wars show. Yeah, I yeah. hope you don't say anything absurd. No, no, no. See, God, and that's a callback. I, I don't do anything <laughs> absurd. Uh, All right, folks. So, yeah, that's uh, what's called. I gotta, get vaccinated. Get all your vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. What I stabbed myself in the skull with a bayonet. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask about that. <laughs> Speaking of vaccines, that reminded me I'm supposed to have my tetanus shot. But since I'm in the middle of the, I was in the middle of the, the COVID one, they're like, yeah, you can wait for that one. And then three weeks later, what's embedded in my skull? No, it wasn't that bad. Okay. So here's what happened in the, in the, in the basement or somehow I acquired two, two bayonets. One is 18 inches long. One is about a foot long. And, um, I did so some you need research. a master and an apprentice. Yes, I did some research online, and one is a German bayonet from 18-something, and the other one has a date stamped on it, and they're both 200 years old. Oh. And um, I had been watching all of these restoration videos, and I'm like, okay, so I, could, I can get some rust remover. I can polish the metal. I can put oil on it. I can make sure everything. I can do that. I'm not going to, you know weld stuff together I can see how or, sharp it is by stabbing myself in the head well on the plus side i did not sharpen it because i said to my wife hey do you think i should sharpen this and she said no <laughs> just no she's a very smart woman yeah well because that would have required a grinding wheel and stuff like that and anyway so i wasn't angling for a grinding wheel or anything but um 
so I, I clean them and, and all that. And I put them on top of a bookshelf just for now, before I put them back onto the, the wooden piece that I have to hang them up with, uh, because they had started to rust because, uh, my father had cleaned them and I, I'm not sure he oiled them. Um, or maybe he did. And, you know, over time, you know, the oil prevents the water from getting to the metal, blah, 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 blah. So I had them sticking off the top of this bookshelf and it was like in an area I don't walk near. So it'd been up there for a year. No problem. But in order for this, the, the crate for crate training for the puppy to come into my room, I had to move a table. So I'm moving the table. Ripley's helping me because I have something balanced on the table that can't fall. So I need two people. And as we're trying to wiggle it over one of the, one of the floorboards, that's just raised up just a tiny little bit. So we got to, you know, finagle it. I, 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 I go to look on the far side of the table, you know, like around the corner to see if it's clear and everything. And you know how fast you move your head when you do that? Yeah. Right into the point. <laughs> like crown of my head fontanelle area <laughs> right into it about as hard as you can without any kind of uh other acceleration device helping you and holy shit did it hurt like i heard it it shook my teeth and immediately both hands up on my head and i'm like uh, and Rip's like, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Go get mom. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a two inch cut on my head. It was bleeding. It's not Ugh. infected. Um, there's, there was a bump. I will say though, it did hurt obviously the rest of the day because it, it's, it's a, it's a dull point. <clears throat> like, oh, it actually hurts thinking about it. Like physically hurts because I'm thinking about it probably because I just touched it too. Um, but it's, it's, it's a, it's not blunt obviously because it, it, it cut the skin, but it's not so sharp that it, you know, pierced the bone. Yeah. Cause there's not much, there's, there's like a tiny little bit of muscle, like a layer or two between your skin and whatever fat you have there and stuff and, uh, your skull, not much. And, um. Yeah, that it hurt for the rest of the day. I was a little bit dizzy, like for a second, but not not bad. I don't think yeah. I have a concussion, um, <laughs> which would be so fucked up. How'd you get a concussion? I hit my head in this pencil size diameter thing um, because you know when I when I broke my knee uh, jumping out of a tree, they expected a twelve year old um, to come into the emergency room, not me being thirty something years old. So if they say this guy got hit in the head with a bayonet. Like they'll expect some 90 year old civil war veteran sitting there. It'll be me like, Hey, how's it going? Uh, right. Oh, God damn. Another one of those civil war reenactors. Yeah. So, um, I was concerned that the next day it felt like, um, I got hit. Somebody, somebody tapped me in the head with the uh, rounded part of a ball peen hammer. Like it was just this dull ache that radiated down to my eye sockets. <laughs> Like so fucking uh, stupid. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah, I've moved them since. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> but you know, and here's the worst part of the whole thing. I have Rip picking a couple things up because, like, uh, 
I'm still crouching down, standing up, crouching down. So my legs have lost a little bit of strength between the um, sitting for an entire year and the yeah. um, and the and the Graves disease and stuff and and all that. And I've lost muscle mass. Um, I have not cultivated mass in a while. <laughs> Neither have I harvested. So she's over there putting a book in the shelf, and I'm like, hey. Watch your eyes. Don't stab yourself. And what do I do five fucking minutes later? <laughs> but seriously, though, better me than her. I'll take I'll take I'll take whatever so she doesn't have to. Yeah, you just tell her, I saved your life. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. could have been you. She was very worried that I had actually pierced my brain. So <laughs> that would have been a story. It could have been you. Well, then no, Jordan Dad, Klepp, I don't then, think I would have done that. Then Jordan Klepper could interview me. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> oh, we got another one. Yep. All right. We've gone full circle on the show now, so that's it. All right. <laughs> all right, folks. Hey, have a great week and um, get your vaccines and wear a mask and all that stuff. Yeah. I haven't been sick in a year and a half, and honestly, it's fucking awesome. No flu, no cold, nothing. Just keep wearing masks. You won't get sick. Yeah, seriously. It's it's not a bad thing. I will say, I put on the mask last night, um, leaving the the suite I was working in, and I thought to myself, this was, I felt really stupid putting this on for the first time to go outside. The first time I wore a mask, I'm like, oh, I feel like an idiot. But then everybody else is wearing them, and I'm like, all right, we all, we all feel like idiots. Yeah. Now it's second nature. That's how... Cause like I have the, the bridge of the nose, you know, bent exactly the way it needs to sit and it doesn't fog up my glasses anymore and all that. And I'm like, we adapted pretty quick and those that won't adapt will die. Good. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. That's how it's supposed to work. Right. Natural selection. Yeah. Well, they're so, selecting themselves. You know, it's science. Yeah. So yep. that's when we used to believe in science. Uh, we we don't believe. We know. I know. In, exactly. I know science. I know science works. <laughs> All right. See you later, everybody. All right, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. So you have a new Marvel show for me? Yes, sir, I do. It's going to be called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, okay. What characters is it going to follow? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That explains the title. Great work so far. Yeah, and so Sam is struggling with the fact that Steve Rogers left him the shield, right? So he gives it to a museum. Oh, okay. And Bucky's dealing with some government-mandated therapy and hanging out with his buddy, this really old guy, Yuri Nakajima. Oh, that's cute. Whose son he murdered. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, he did it while he was brainwashed, and he's kind of building up the courage to tell Yuri about it as part of his recovery. So he's like trying to get over having been the Winter Soldier. Exactly. And so then the government names this guy John Walker as the new Captain America. Oh, I hate this guy already. He actually doesn't seem like such a bad guy. Oh, but he's such a bad guy. Okay. But he's not that bad eventually, kinda. I, I, but not great. Oh, I don't know how to feel about this guy, but I'm captivated. Anyway, so then we're gonna find out about this terrorist organization called the Flag Smashers. And oh, what's their deal? Well, they want the world to go back to the 
the way it was before everyone was snapped back, because everything's all messed up now. Messed up how? Well, this organization called the Global Repatriation Council are trying to get things back the way they were before the blip, because now people are living in each other's houses, there are refugees, it's a mess. And so what's their plan? Oh, well, about 20 of them have taken super soldier serum, and their plan is to get out there and you go get, you know, go get, go get it done. What? They're gonna head out there, go get it, get it all taken care of. I don't get what it, what? Listen, sir, they have a vague plan, probably. I'm gonna need you to get all the way off my back about what it is exactly. Oh, okay, let me get off of that thing. Anyway, so their leader's the surprisingly young lady, Carly Morgenthau, and she wears a mask and she's like mean, but you kind of get where she's coming from. It's just that her methods are questionable. Oh, sounds a lot like that Enfys Nest character from Solo, A Star Wars Story. Oh, yeah, I guess it does. Well, we'll make sure to make it different enough. Okay, good. Who should we get to play her? How about that Enfys Nest actress from Solo, A Star Wars Story? Oh, yeah, she's great. Good call. Great. So what's her deal? Why does everybody look up to her? Well, because she keeps saying things like, our movement is strong. Okay. It's time to make ourselves heard. All right, is she like super charismatic or something? No, she just quietly says vague things, and everyone's really into that, apparently. Well, okay then. So what else is going on in the show? Oh, well, we're going to tackle some really important topics like racism in America. Oh, we are. Yeah, we're going to have this whole storyline with this old African-American super soldier, Isaiah Bradley, that the government did tests on. Really heavy stuff. Well, yeah, important stuff to tackle for sure. Yeah, also Baron Zemo's going to do a little dance. What? Well, we got to balance out some of the heavier stuff with some lighter stuff. So Baron Zemo's going to hit the dance floor. Okay, what's Zemo doing in the show anyway? Well, Bucky and Sam realize they need his help, so they break him out of jail, and he's much sassier now. Well, great. Yeah, so they head to this city called Madripoor because they want to find out where the super soldier serum's being made. Right. And while they're there, they're going to meet Sharon Carter. She's from the movie. She is, and there's this mysterious person in Madripoor called the Power Broker, and we don't know who it is. Is it Mephisto? What? No. Sorry, I'm still a little riled up from the WandaVision pitch. No, this Power Broker person seems to be a very influential person in Madripoor. They're pulling a bunch of strings, they have crazy access to stuff. Okay. Anyway, so Sharon Carter seems to be a pretty influential person in Madripoor. She's pulling a bunch of strings, she has crazy access to stuff. Oh, so Sharon is the Power Broker. What? No. Uh, I feel like with the clues you've laid out, though. It's not. Mm -mm, nobody knows who the Power Broker is. I feel like it's pretty obviously her, though. Also, Zemo's gonna put on his purple mask from the comics. Oh, why does he put that on? Because it's gonna look good in the trailers. Can't argue with that. And so the Flag Smashers, they start doing really intense stuff, like they bomb this GRC headquarters place, kill a bunch of innocent people. Oh. Carly straight up calls Sam's sister and threatens his nephews. So she's like full-on evil. No, actually, we're gonna act like she's misunderstood. I don't know, seems pretty intense. Yeah, we're gonna act like she's misunderstood. If you say so. So eventually her and the Flag Smashers are gonna fight against Walker and his partner Lamar, and we're gonna see that Walker's taking some super soldier serum. Oh, he has. Yeah, and one of Carly's people is holding Walker because their plan is to stab him to death because he's a symbol. But then Carly accidentally kills Lamar. Oh, no. Yeah, so then Walker runs over to Lamar and the Flag Smashers, they all run away. Well, why don't they finish the job and kill Walker like they were trying to do? Well, because this part of the scene is over, so they scatter. Oh, okay. And then Walker gets all mad and he kills that guy that was holding him so Carly could stab his heart. Okay, seems pretty reasonable. It's not, actually, because the bad guy was down and a bunch of people were watching. Right, yeah, no, killing is bad, but Bucky and Sam have killed bad guys too, right? Oh no, they do for sure, but this guy was down and he was like, please don't kill me, so it's different. Well, maybe some of the people Bucky and Sam killed would have said that too if they hadn't died so quickly. I guess we'll never know. Because they died. Because they died, yeah. So then Walker gets fired as Captain America and he starts to make his own shield. Oh, I bet that's gonna come into play later. Yeah, no, not really though. It gets smashed immediately when he starts fighting with it. Right, that wasn't vibranium. I guess that makes sense. It's just kind of a 
metal circle, really, but we're gonna hype it up in a post-credit scene. Sure, why not? So Sam is gonna start training with the real shield, you know, how to lodge it into things, how to make it bounce and come back. Yeah, how does the shield work exactly? Well, it works however I need it to in whatever action bit I'm writing. Okay, great, that makes sense. So anyway, by the finale, the Flag Smashers are gonna have a pretty clear objective. Oh, they are? Yeah, they're gonna kidnap a bunch of GRC senators so they can't pass a resettlement vote. And so Carly sets a truck of hostages on fire. Okay, so we're done trying to paint her in a sympathetic light, right? No, we're still trying. She's... oh, she's... Okay. And get this, we're gonna find out that Sharon is the power broker. Right, yeah, I figured that out. No, you didn't. Who else would it have- This is a big twist that I wrote. Okay. So then Sam is gonna show up, and he has this new Captain America flight suit that the Wakandans made for him. Oh, he does? Yeah, this thing's great. He's fully protected, except the top of his head where his brain is. Oh, protecting everything except your brain cage is tight. And so Sam's gonna have to save a helicopter full of hostages. Oh man, it's gonna be tough for him to take out the pilot and make sure the chopper doesn't crash. Actually, it's it's gonna be super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Oh, really? Yeah, it turns out one of the kidnapped senators on board that very helicopter knows how to fly the helicopter, so she takes over. Oh, hey, yeah, that worked out great. It sure did. And so eventually Carly's gonna be trying really hard to kill Sam because she's a sympathetic character, and then Sharon's gonna shoot her dead, so it's very sad. Is it? And then Sam's gonna carry her body because it's definitely a sad moment, and then he's gonna talk to some senators. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's gonna be like, stop calling the Flag Smashers terrorists. Well, I mean, they literally used violence and intimidation against civilians in pursuit of political aims, which is... You know, the definition of terrorism. Yeah, well, Sam's gonna tell them to not say that, and then he's gonna keep lecturing them for four to five minutes. Okay. And one of the senators gonna be like, okay, but logistically, what are we supposed to do here? And Sam's gonna be like, do better, senator. Oh, you know, that does sound like it's gonna help a lot. It is. Wow, 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 wow. And so then Sam's gonna make sure that Isaiah's story gets told. Nice. And then Bucky's gonna go talk to Yuri and tell him what he did to his son. Oh, it's gonna be nice to see how that plays out. Then we cut away. Oh. Yeah, we get out of there fast. Kinda wish you let that moment Nope, I'm already gone before we even get to see the moment I've been building up to all season. Okay. And then during the end credits, we're gonna have the title card say Captain America and the Winter Soldier, so that's gonna be a nice moment for Sam, you know? Hasn't Bucky's whole arc been about not being the Winter Soldier anymore? Uh, yeah, I guess I could have changed his title too, huh? Whoops! Whoopsie! So what do you think? Well, it sounds great. I'm just not sure about that Baron Zemo dancing thing. That seems like a weird thing to include. Well, I keep seeing this gif of Thanos twerking online, so I feel like the internet's really gonna like it. Okay. Okay, I mean, we could include a second of it, and if people want more, we could release that online.